about Ross and Patrick. I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Who Cares, a podcast brought to you by a married couple named Patrick and Ross. My name's Patrick. And I'm Ross. And we do this podcast where we talk about things we care about. It's not like who cares, like who cares about nothing. It's stuff we care about usually, right? Yeah, but also like we embrace all um, intonations of the meaning. Yeah. Like sometimes we are like, yeah, who the fuck cares? Yeah, get like, over get it. Get over it. And then sometimes we're like, we really care. Why don't more people care about that? And then we sometimes we highlight people who care about specific things, like who cares about justice? Who cares about comedy? Who cares about... Who are some other people we had? Um, Who cares about yoga? Who cares about relationships? Who cares about data? Yeah. Who cares about art? Yeah, so that's our podcast. Welcome to it. We don't know if it's your first time listening, so we just want to throw that out there. We're just tossing it. You know, we're giving you a soft lodge in your direction, and if you feel like passing it back, that's great. Yeah, a soft lob? A soft lob, which is what I said. But we also offer you a soft lodge to lay and rest (laughs) your head for the evening. Welcome to the soft lodge. We actually do run a bed and breakfast called the soft lodge. And we're so glad you're here. That's why I got mixed up because I'm so used to like dealing with, you know, the administrative work of soft lodge, uh, which is the place that we have uh, upstate. Um, Yeah, it's it's a it's a great it's in um, it's in Hudson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we bought early before, you know, things really got expensive up there. Yeah. And when you pull into town, uh, it, you'll see it right away because the outside is painted in a glorious. Um, well, you describe it. You, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. It was really your idea. Well, it was kitsch. You know, mm-hmm. it's a kitsch idea, really. Um, we sort of play on the idea of a soft place to ra- uh, lay your head. Um, but we also uh, have a number of bouncy castles on the, on the yeah. property. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's about softness. It's about fun. It's mm-hmm. about play, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So the whole outside, the exterior of the building is, is just, um, uh, portraits of, uh, uh peeps, you know, the Easter candy <laughs> peeps. It's just layers and layers of the soft, marshmallowy, plush texture of a peep. You know, it's a niche of a peep. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a niche sort of B and B that mm-hmm. um, we don't like to talk about that but that's often. A, that's actually what we call it's. It's on a website called Niche B and B. Yeah, Niche B and B, Soft Lodge. Look us up. Uh, we don't uh, identify ourselves as the owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something we kind of like to keep private on the side. But you know, we're making it public now. Yeah. Um. So come visit us at Soft Lodge. Soft Lodge, where there's no um, dinner. Is it's it's just a combination of puddings and yogurts. Yes. Yes, uh, we carry the theme all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, we were trying water beds, uh, but it turned out that like soft mattresses were more the way to go. Yeah, uh, beanbag chairs on every floor. Yeah, um, no, no chairs, no tables. Everything uh, has all the edges are padded. Yeah, um, and when you come into the lobby, don't be alarmed. Um, the person is not passed out. Everyone just works in a horizontal position. Our staff, oh. on staff. Yeah, everyone's everyone's lying down. 
it's a very relaxed environment. You should hire um, those people from Muji. I bet oh they would be God. really good at Muji. Get it together. <laughs> Uh, do we want to tell that story today? I think just tell like the highlights. Well, let's start. Let's start from the start here. We've got our ad out of the way. We've got our <laughs> ad space for Soft Lodge. People know about it. Okay. They know where to reach us. www.nichebnb/softlodge. Hashtag gov. I know that sounds strange, but it it is what the (laughs) website is. Yeah. Um, We'll circle back to the Muji, though, because I do feel like those actually would be um, great employees to have at Soft Lodge. But we'll circle back. We'll circle back. Yeah, they're very, yeah, those guys are very chill. Welcome to the show. Yeah. People of every kind. Race, creed. I was going to say color, but that seems weird. Race, color, creed. Is that what it... Yeah, I think that is like what they used to say. What they used to say, and that's like when people get carried away with like, "I love everyone," like black, white, yellow, purple. It always like goes to purple, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Well, that's not a thing." Yeah. And these other like yellow, I think, is like offensive. <laughs> Some people have purple body parts, you know. If you uh, you if you uh, huh. if you really strangled oh you know. i see like asphyxiation of some kind yeah uh anyways welcome to the show every person we care don't touch that <sighs> <laughs> we- i'm just trying to kick us off and mahan here is really ocd about the equipment and i just lightly tapped this a couple times i probably wouldn't have done it again but then you know, that really set him off. Uh, that's This is me set off, everybody. Don't touch that. Uh, I know you're in the middle of setting the vibe, but don't touch that. I was, on a, I was on a podcast uh, a couple weeks ago called I'm Just a Kid with James Camacho. We went through my yearbook and uh, man, that kid could not keep his hands off his mic, his mic holder. And, the kid, and, and he's like running the podcast. Yeah, he's the host and he's just like really hand jobbing that thing, <laughs> working it over. And I wanted him to stop. But you're on somebody else's podcast. You can't say, don't touch that. But this is your podcast. But here on my podcast, in my fucking house, (laughs) don't touch that. Where you wear the pants. So that doesn't, it just doesn't matter to you to hear those sounds on a podcast? Not if it's like, not if it's not happening over and over again and all the time and throughout the whole episode. If Mm -hmm. there's like a couple noises, I'm not set off to be like, oh my God, this fuck. Like, because our podcast does sound pretty good thanks to you uh and the rules thanks to me and the rules what are the rules don't touch that <laughs> all right anyway you just don't like to be you don't like to be scolded and i'm sorry i scolded you i didn't mean to say it that way and i wish i would have just let the moment pass yeah because I've, it wasn't you weren't making a lot of noise no and i probably wouldn't have done it again but it's fine. I hear you. I see you. Mm-hmm. Shall we move on? Yes. You guys, today, <laughs> what a special day. We're going to talk about some people we care about deeply because they cared for us from the beginning of our lives. Our mothers. Our fucking mothers. <laughs> our motherfucking mothers. These I- women. Holy shit. They've done it all. They've been through it all. They've raised it all. I mean. Yeah. Whew. Uh, today is Mother's Day. Today is May 11th, 2019. This podcast will hit the air Monday, May 12th. So Mother's Day will be over. It's actually May 12th right now. 
Is it? And the, it'll be May 13th tomorrow. The, oh, Monday the 13th. You know what that means? You know what that means? Yeah, we don't even have to tell you because you know. It's the 13th. Uh, <laughs> hon, are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. Um, anyway, <laughs> today's Mother's Day, the 12th. We're going to just talk about our moms, maybe other moms we love. And uh, yeah. And if you don't have a mom, we love you. And we hope you found another mother figure. Yeah. You've got your chosen family. You've got your sisters and brothers in arms. Uh, Mothers take all forms. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I just want to acknowledge not everybody has a mother. And if this is an annoying episode for you to be hearing, then uh, check out SiriusXMSoftLodge.com. But yeah, I haven't called my mother yet. I was thinking about giving her a try. piece of shit. Maybe I, do you mind if I just call her on speakerphone? Let's try. Are we rolling? Yeah, we're rolling. I hope so. Thank God. my God, that would have been a rough start. Yeah. You left your mom a voicemail. Yes, I did. I was trying to give you like waiting music. Oh yeah, do that. Is that the girl from Ipanema? Oh, we've got a ring. Yeah, we've got a ring. Let's see. Stand by. Hello? Hey, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Uh, May I record you for me and Ross's podcast? Record me doing what? Just having this conversation. Of course. Okay, we're re- we're recording now, and it, legally, our lawyers tell us that we have to tell anybody on the phone that it's they're on the air. So uh, <laughs> I don't want to proceed without you knowing. Well, it's certainly not my first time. If I remember right, I sang "Happy Birthday" to you on TV one time. I know. Yeah, I've always uh, loved pranking you uh, in these situations, and I hope that's not annoying. Nope. Uh, what are you doing today? I had lunch with your sister and her husband. Oh, where'd you guys so go? Was, we went to a restaurant in Newport. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Which one? That's nice. Oh, I don't remember the name of it. I never can. Uh, Ross is here. She's only able to leave a voicemail for her mom. Oh, well, that's too bad. But happy birthday to Jane. Um, happy birthday. Happy Mother's Day to Jane, too. Yeah. Uh, we're going to hopefully get her on the phone at some point. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I just want to say I love you and happy Mother's Day and thank you for everything you've done over the years. Happy Mother's Day, Betty Ann. Thank you, Ross. And I should tell you, I took your advice and have been taking line dancing classes. <gasps> oh, that was your advice? I mean, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> We talked about it at Christmas time. Yeah, you were saying that you wanted to do it, but you were on the fence, right? Yep. So I st- we started, and we've been having fun with it. That's great. How? Yeah. What, yeah, you were. I saw you a couple weekends ago, and you said you had been going. What? Where? What is the situation with the line dancing in Pine Bush, New York? Where can people go if they want to go to the there? hot ticket? <laughs> it takes place at the Catholic War Veterans Hall. Mm-hmm. And it's on Mondays and Wednesdays. And for new people, it starts at 6.30. And for more experienced people, it starts at 7.30. Oh. So you get like a lesson. You get your boots broken in. Yeah. She kind of walks us through different dances for the first however long. Um, 
and some of the more experienced people come in the beginning and they're very helpful too that they help all us newer people telling us which direction to turn in and you know kick or stomp or whatever (laughs) do you you know the song boot scoop boogie i know the song but i don't think that's one of the ones that we do all right we or not we do uh a little bit of pop with it too oh like some justin bieber justin timberlake more like taylor swift of course okay yeah nice that adds up (laughs) (laughs) it's fun i mean it's good exercise yeah so i'm glad it's i was picturing for some reason i was picturing it on like a saturday or sunday afternoon but it's good that it's at nighttime because it probably feels like a nightclub or something at the at the uh what is it the Catholic War Veterans? Catholic War Veterans Hall. Wow. Is that the one that um, Aunt Anne goes to, too? I think she was saying she goes line dancing sometimes. Yes. Oh, yes. fun. She's the one that actually got me started. Because, you know, right here in Pine Bush. And... That's great. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see you tear it up on the dance floor sometime. Yeah, we need a video. I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like some places you have to turn your phone in before the show starts so so it doesn't get out to social media. Maybe that's a good place yeah, to well, do that. No, I don't think that's a problem, but I haven't seen people actually waving their phones around. I do see people on the phone when we walk in. Usually pretty much everybody's sitting there staring at their phones, but then when we start dancing, the phones go down. That's that's the thing about dance. You can't you can't be glued to your phone. No, you can't. If you're really going to let go and embrace the the beat yeah. You've got to no, embrace the beat. Uh, I'd, have, I'd really be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, have you talked to PJ or your granddaughter today? I have not talked to them. Uh, I've exchanged texts. I talked to them Thursday night. How are they all doing? Cool. Sometime tonight, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, all right, well, I'm glad you got to see Rebecca, and they took you out. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, was just thinking about you and wanted to give you a ring. Thanks. Um, And I hope you had a wonderful day. And uh, are you winding down now? Yes. It's time for chillaxing. Do you watch Game of Thrones? No. No, we never had HBO. Now we do, but never got into it. Okay. Well, I love you so much. Happy love Mother's Day. Love you, Betty Ann. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Love you, too. Go slow tomorrow night. You, Mom. I will. Go All s- right. Go slow tomorrow night at line dancing. Don't go oh, slow. Just live your life. No trouble. <laughs> no worries. All right. Love you so much. All right. Love you, too. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Betty Ann, everybody. Betty and baby betty and brady she's line dancing in pine bush new york baby uh, boot scooting boot scooting get around say the frown kick a clown <laughs> a boot scoot a boogie yeah that's your version right i don't know i sing a lot of different versions around the house and i couldn't think of any of them when we were on the phone i i half expected her to not pick up so i was a little bit jarred i know by the whole experience You're really something let's try jonesy now even though i left her a voicemail this could could be, leave another one. This could be some real entertainment. Mm-hmm. So we're watching Mother's Day. <laughs> You're watching Mother's Day on Mother's Day? 
Yeah, I'm watching. I'm up. Oh, oh yes. that Mother's Day. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. The YouTube. Um, well, I'm calling you because we're recording our podcast right now. Do you mind being on the podcast? Oh my God, what do you want me to do? Uh, just be your weird self. Okay. Um, cool. just calling to say hi and wish you a happy Mother's Day on air on our special Mother's Day edition. Oh my God, I feel so special. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Jonesy, I heard you went to see Endgame. What did you think? I thought it was fabulous. I must commit. Admit. Yeah, I'm going to commit, too. Yeah, you're committed. Um, Trust. I'm committed. I uh, got a little teary at the end. Well, I won't oh. ruin it for you if you go see it. It's three hours, though. Mm. Yeah, did you go to the bathroom? Before and after, yes. But you made it the whole time. Wow. That sounds like oh, a, yeah, too I long for me. Well, she had she had a system rigged up during the movie. Also, yeah, there was a there's a medical. I didn't have to drink during the movie. <laughs> she was like, Sorry, which is kind of a big deal because you're just constantly drinking water. Well, this is true. Yeah, you were like, I, I can't do it. Not in this movie. <laughs> Not in this movie. Well. Uh, Dave actually asked me if I had any water on me. I said, sorry, no. You're like, no, we cannot drink anything because we <laughs> no, cannot go to the bathroom. Poor because Dave. I don't want to miss anything. I don't have a pause button. Dave is like, <gasps> Dehy- <laughs> like dehydrated like in the middle of a desert. <laughs> <laughs> Just passed out from dehydration. You're like, wake up. We've got to get through this. Come on. Children have been lost in the third act. They just, they don't have enough food or supplies. Well, I have been known to come in with a full Happy Meal and a pint for the same movie. Happy Meal? What's your tactic for hiding food into the movie theater? Backpack. And you just trust that they won't search it thoroughly? Oh, they won't because, you know, I'm an old lady. Yeah. Ooh, yes. The perfect crime. (laughs) Old lady privilege. Although I did did it when I was younger. (laughs) Did popcorn too, but that was a little tough because you could really smell it. I definitely... (laughs) I definitely remember us always going to get cheap food because I feel like the bag searching thing just started like within the past five to ten years or something. Yeah, yeah. because when y'all were little, we would go and I would get like Happy Meals or we'd go to Benny's and get cheap chocolate bars. But they were Hershey bars. They were just inexpensive. Benny's, oddest place. They got bikes. They got lawn equipment. They got candy bars. You know, yeah, three that's how they, three for 89 cents. It's a good deal. That's how they lure the kids in. That's well, it. right. Your mom is looking at like fucking lawnmowers and I'm like, can I buy all of this candy, please? While you're doing that. <laughs> uh, I like with the popcorn. I that, you said that I was looking for the lawnmower and not your father. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea with a backpack and popcorn, just filling the backpack with loose popcorn. <laughs> Just, oh, no, no. Oh, no. Just no. raw dog in it. stuff is in there. I would do the microwave popcorn, and it would still, you know, I would walk in smelling of popcorn. I do remember that. Well, fortunately, the whole movie theater smells like popcorn, so they probably this wouldn't be true, able to figure out it was yours. Outside in line, Again, the I perfect crime. Yeah, you're not going to come for Jonesy. Come on. <laughs> is Dave still there? He just went upstairs to get some stuff. Oh, He's getting ready to leave. Mysterious. Jonesy, how mysterious. would you how would you describe the birth of Ross Aaron? Oh, Jesus. Well, I had a terrible doctor for one thing. Because he he uh gave me oh, what's it called? 
where they force the contractions. Oh, okay. Pitocin. That's it, Pitocin. So they come fast and hard. It was nightmarish. Yeah, it's really painful from what I hear. And then he used paddles on you to pull you out. Like defibrillators or like... <laughs> sorry, not paddles. No. Somehow I withstood the electricity. I don't know, but no, no, no like a pair exactly. of tongs. Yeah, tongs. No forceps, forceps where they grab your head and yank you out. Do they still do that? I hope not, because it was horrible. I think they sometimes do a vacuum now. They suction, oh. suction the but top that's of your when head. I decided there would be no more children. Mm. But lo and behold, wild afternoon on the couch. Oh, she loves <laughs> saying that. She loves it. <laughs> I do love it. It embarrasses your father and your brother. So, well, uh, literally everyone. It embarrasses everyone. <laughs> I mean, I'm at a loss for words. I met my goal. Uh, Patrick said he's at a loss for words. Um, so, what have you guys uh, done today? Not much. I just took a shower about an hour ago and put on a long, comfy dress and a sweater because it's so flipping cold. Yeah, we've... we've it's terrible. We've been celebrating you and Betty Ann by um, staying inside all day and watching RuPaul's Drag Race. So I oh, hope well, you appreciate what we've done do. for you. I do. No, Daddy was making my delicious dinner of shrimp etouffee, rosemary bickies, and potato salad. I, Dave and I were watching uh, Dead to Me, which was... Very enjoyable. Oh yeah, I've been watching that also. Yeah, this is good. Um, and when you say rosemary bickies, let me just translate for all the listeners: those are rosemary yes. biscuits. Just yes. to be clear, shrimp etouffee with biscuits. rosemary biscuits, which Jonesy calls bickies. Bickies, yes, because and they were so so much butter in them, we did not need to split them and butter them again. Wow! And did he yeah, make you? Did he make you gluten free ones? Of course he did. Very nice. Because he's my guy. He's my sweet man. He was the only one that actually did anything today when he exercised and went to the boardwalk. And Dave well, and I pretty much stayed in jammies most of the day. Well, he's not He's not one to just sit around, our no, sweet father. No. no. Well, well, hey, have you seen Gentleman Jack? Um, Obviously. And actually, I've been meaning to talk to you about that, too, because that has oh. both of us written all over it. Oh my God, I love that woman. I know you do. I know you do. Is it HBO? Yeah, HBO. Lesbian oh. period piece. That is a Jonesy Ross Aaron oh special. Oh my God. <laughs> I haven't enjoyed a show that much since Tip of the Velvet. <laughs> what is that? Another lesbian period piece that I told my mom to watch that I thought she would like about lesbians and uh, was it the 1800s? Turn of the century yeah, kind yeah, of? Yeah. yeah, turn of the century. And then yeah. what was the film we all liked this year uh, with the queen and the there's a lesbian? Oh, yeah. Favorite. Yeah, favorite. the favorite. Yeah. Yeah. We love yeah, here. That was insane. Martin Women, we love lesbian period films. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I want to read her diaries now because um, and Lister. I know. I mean, truly, I don't think that I've ever seen a show that looked more uh, for you. Oh, I know it. God, a strong woman who just said, "Either listen to me, or we won't do business." <laughs> and her looks. I feel like you appreciate yes. her looks. Oh, love it. Just like you say dad was gay in another life, you're probably a lesbian. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Butch queen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, you heard it here first, folks. Happy Mother's Day. I, I feel like we got a really nice peek into both of our moms with hearing this from Jonesy. Yeah. And my mom just told us about going line dancing throughout the week. Yeah. She's living a secret life as a line dancer. Yeah. So. Line dancer. Yeah, which she said I was encouraging her to do over Christmas, and so she signed up for classes. I was like, I don't remember that, but great. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, Jonesy, she did say hello and happy Mother's Day. Well, happy Mother's Day to Betty Ann, too. We'll send the message. Please do. I'm if, very, pretty excited that I'm on the podcast. And if either of you can ever figure out how to listen to podcasts, then maybe you guys can listen to this episode. Yeah. Just so you know, you're on my iPhone, so there. Oh yeah, you did listen. You did try to listen to the one with Dave, right? With Dave. And then you yes. were like, "Too much information. Never mind." TMI, TMI, TMI. Because you. Oh, here's Dave. You want to say hi to Dave? Oh, she's got to. He's got to leave. Tell him we're recording. Tell he him can we say need... hi on the podcast Tell if he him... wanted. They're recording right now. They're recording on Mother's Day, and I'm on the podcast. Oh, he said yeah, that. I heard the tone of voice. At, I heard it change. Oh, no, no. He, he's, he waved you off. He waved you off. Ask him if he wants to record an ad for Doll Babies. Oh, my God. That's one of his characters that he's working I on. Know. He Annette Budasaku. And I almost wet my pants. Yeah, he's been, is he telling you that he's been calling me a lot with different Southern women's he's been names? messages for you, yes. Yeah, he's really, he's on a tear. What does Annette do? What's her character? I don't remember what Annette Budasaku is. Pedaling. And it sounds like she has a terrible cell phone account. Yeah, she has a, a Metro PCS or a Cricket phone, so the it's not coming it's not coming through so great. But um, well, anyway. We just wanted to wish you a very happy Mother's Day. We oh, love you, thank you so, so much. much. You made my day. Thank you so much. Um, well, don't let the other two hear that we made your day. Well, too late. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love you. I'll talk to you later. I love you guys, too. Bye. Love you, Jonesy. Bye. Love you, too. Bye. <laughs> uh, what a spirit. She sure is, isn't she? The two of them would make a good duo because my mom's obviously more reserved than yours. <laughs> no. Uh, they could get in the car like Thelma and Louise and just chit-chat the day away. I think my mom is like the mom friend like your mom needs. Where yeah. They just are like, like my mom's pushing her to like do ridiculous things. Yeah. And, but also my mom is like a lot of talk too so like she's not quite as adventurous as you think like she is in a lot of ways in retro like in comparison to women her age uh but she talks a big game so i also feel like betty ann could bring like a practical sense of things yeah to my mom well your mom sounds so happy just to be hanging out with your bro and your yeah. dad and and she she's what a sweet gal she's a lover you know she loves people she loves life she likes being around the people that she cares about. She likes laughing. Yeah. Um, I'm texting your brother right now so that we could arrange for an ad uh, at the end of the podcast. So um, From Annette Budasak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so tell me the history of these bickies. Oh, the bickies. I mean, there isn't really that much of a history to tell. That's just my mom likes to abbreviate things. Oh, excuse me. Well, gas. Um and say things in a ridiculous southern accent so she just started you know bickies biscuits have always been called bickies 
in a southern accent you know gotcha gotcha uh, so and shrimp etouffee with rosemary bickies is one of her favorite meals that my dad makes and my dad is the cook in the family mm-hmm. so that was that inside joke about the lawnmower yes my uh, mom does yard work my dad cooks yeah which actually i talked to my dad yesterday and he mentioned that he realized that he needs to start doing more yard work because he doesn't have a job anymore yeah retired uh, and he was like, yeah, I've gotten away without doing yard work for quite a few years here. So I guess it's time that I start getting into that. You're like, do you mean a few decades? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My mom was into mowing the lawn too. Uh, we, we shared a lot of those chores, but she would, she would get down and dirty around the house with yeah. mowing the lawn and uh, trimming bushes and digging crap up. Well, I think my mom, I mean, it sounds like your mom too. Maybe like my mom liked it, I think, to a certain extent. She liked gardening and stuff. Yeah. Well, we, I remember, I remember at one time there was a beautification effort that happened at at 13 Orchard Street. Uh, Aunt Bev came over and helped plant these rose bushes that were beautiful. But we had a dog named Zeus who fucked it all up. Oh, no. And that's, that was like, he was an outdoor dog. He's an outdoor dog. And like the running story with that house I grew up in was like, that it was just like always sort of falling apart in mm. different ways. And uh, the beautification from Aunt Bev was like this attempt at like trying to step it up a little bit. Yeah. And uh, it just, yeah, I think when we got the dog, it, his, I think it, it wasn't, he was digging. Actually, yeah, he would dig it, but also his chain would like grind against it mm. and fuck everything up. Um, and my poor mom with three of us, like we were bruisers and brawlers like we play like we would have all the neighborhood kids over all the time we played every sport that involved projectiles baseball frisbee throw up just you name it yeah uh so the house ended up with like holes in the sides of the siding from like i mean that's two boys baseball games and and not even just two though it was like you know there were days where there'd be like it felt like 20 well, children. That's what I mean is that like two boys and all of their friends, yeah. it's like bringing a wrecking crew to the house. Yeah. So my mom couldn't keep up with like fixing that stuff. And my dad didn't, f- was he fixed like cars and machines and he like would fix broken windows, I guess. Broken uh, windows. Yeah. We I was, felt like we were always breaking windows, playing baseball. Um, oh my God. But yeah, like uh, it just takes so much to, to keep a house together like physically yeah Yeah. and uh at least in my house a lot of that stuff fell on my mom uh so she's very often the case she's very much a uh do it all do it all kind of lady and she like raised her own siblings for a period of time too didn't she yeah like when my mom was a teen she's the oldest of four and when she was a teenager her mother like hit some kind of I, I've heard all the details of this and I'll have to get Aunt Nat drunk again sometime to tell me all about it. Uh, but it sounds like my grandparents, my mother's parents were fooling around on each other mm. and it finally came to loggerheads. There's a word for you. Is that real? Uh, yeah. What's uh, loggerheads? It just came to a head. I think it's like when uh, it's probably, I don't know exactly what it means. I'll look it up. Okay. Anyway. Uh, and yeah, my, my grandmother just like got upset and like ditched and just like left. And, and how old was your mom? I I, th- I think probably like junior, senior year of high school. 
And her sisters are younger than her. Yeah, and she so she had to like make sure they were all getting to school. Um, she she might have been a freshman in college too. I think I do remember part of the story was that she was had to deal with getting them to school while she was going to college. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Um, that's so. I mean, that's but there so was, wild. Your mom was just. Oh, I mean, which, whatever. We're not going to therapize your mom, but I mean, she was at a young age in a role of just like taking care of things because they had to be taken they had care, to be taken of. care of yeah. and somebody else wasn't going to do it. Yeah. And I think my uncle, he was like the baby. I think he's like probably 10 years younger than her or maybe even more. So there's like a child, like a child involved yeah. in there, not just like a, a teen or tween or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's like, uh, your mom's kind of badass. Yeah. She's great. Uh, I, I didn't expect her to pick up, so I wasn't really ready with material on the phone just now. But I was really hoping she was going to answer. Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't. I don't, yeah. Did we get any classic momerisms in there? Uh, I think there were a couple. Like, I think we got a like, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad she's going line dancing twice a week. That's great. I know. And she's volunteers at the library. She's also retired. Yeah. That's weird, too. Now that we're at an age where our parents are retiring, we, you know, their grandparents, yep. uh, health stuff. Your mom's yep. headed for her second knee replacement yep. this summer. Yeah, in like a month. Uh, your your dad has had a couple medical things. Yep. Like my dad is a goddamn walking miracle. <laughs> God knows. But not in the good way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's man. Parents. I know. It's real, man. I know I was talking to my dad yesterday and he was um he was saying that he thinks in the fall he's going to maybe start looking for some sort of volunteer job. Wow. Uh but that he's enjoying all of his free time right now and he said he's just going to sort of cruise through the summer and then maybe he'll feel up to mm-hmm. adding something else into the mix, but he was like, I'm kind of into like all this free time yeah. right now. And I just want to, once summertime rolls around, my mom's going to have her knee surgery. So he'll have to take care of her. She also will be off from work. Mm-hmm. He'll go to the beach a lot, you know? Yeah. So, uh, your brother put up quite a few images from your mother's, uh, youth, youth, more youthful days yeah. uh, when you, you two were babies. Yeah. And uh, even before we were around. Yeah. Uh, it's so cool to see. It's cool to see like your mom as their own person. Yeah. It's cool to see one's mom as their own person before you ever existed. Yeah. That they were like just living their own lives, doing their own thing. We didn't even fucking exist. Yeah. Like when we're kids, we're like, that's my mom. That's her job is to be my mom. And I don't want to hear anything else that doesn't relate to me. Yeah. And I guess I still haven't. I, yeah, I've I've probably let that go. I probably know that she's her own person now, but, uh, yeah. Before we were around, she was just Betty Ann. Well, it's also like, I think that's part of becoming an adult is that you start to see your parents as just like people that had kids Mm -hmm. as opposed to like, you're my mom and you're my dad. And that's like the only thing I can reckon with is like the, who you are and 
pardon. I mm. knocked my water bottle over. Hun, I'm sorry. We have to start over. <laughs> Do you think other podcasts ever sound like that, hon? Okay. Anyway, um, but I think growing up, you just have a very hard time conceptualizing anything but like, this is my mom, this is my dad. Sometimes they're cool, but sometimes they're fucking annoying and they just like run my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you start to get older and you're like, oh yeah, you're like a human. And then we're seeing our friends have kids and we're like, oh my God, you're, this kid is going to grow up and like do the same shit that yeah. we did, like in a different way, obviously, but just like put our friends on these weird pedestals that they will constantly be falling off of. Yeah. Because that's what we do with our parents. And like, we are pretty cool people. Yeah. Actually, I meant to tell you, Andrea Shapiro texted me to ask if we could come to a show of hers. Oh. And she said, please do make sure you tell Ross about it. Cause I really want her to be there so I can get her opinion on it because she's literally the coolest person I know. Oh my God. God. High praise. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, stop. But tell me more. What did Andrea, else did she say? Oh my, Andrea. <laughs> she, you are truly blushing. <laughs> me? Cool? Coolest. I mean, it's not like it hasn't been a lifetime of work <laughs> to <laughs> achieve such things. You There's know? been efforts. Efforts have been applied. I mean... Uh, you know, this armpit hair isn't going to grow itself. But you're pretty Actually, cool. You're pretty cool. <laughs> I'm pretty cool. We've built a pretty cool life for ourselves. Hopefully we have this kid. And then eventually we will be to him or mm-hmm. her, mm-hmm. to that person. To they. Who knows? We will be the lamest fucking people <laughs> on the planet. It's true. Like to that person, we will be the worst loserest most boring lamest yeah. people they've ever met yeah and yeah. they won't even, They'll be even like, get out of my way like why are you doing this even if we say like listen uh world famous hilarious comedian andrea <laughs> eileen shapiro said your mother is the coolest person she knows they'll be like yeah andrea shapiro is amazing but that's my fucking mom. Yeah, like she doesn't and my mom know, sucks. She doesn't know my mom. Like I know my mom and my mom's fucking annoying. My mom sucks. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when that word came out? Like when it really, like I want to yeah. say early 90s is when we really started saying that sucks. Yeah. And I remember my mom and dad did not like that word. No. And it is terrible. Like it if, is. To hear it from a teenager when they're like, you suck. <laughs> And you just hear every sound of that word. It's like, oh, that's so mean. It's true. It's true. There was a real like fad of over enunciation yeah. too in that oh, regard. This sucks. <laughs> I hate this. Everything sucks. Because I think I do say sucks sometimes, but it's way more nonchalant. Yeah, I'm obviously like, oh, not. You suck. Or I'm like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Like it's casual. It's yeah. free. You know. But or when it's you're like, suck it. Yeah. Or it's intentionally vile but yeah. when you're a teenager and you just like fucking mean it yeah like this fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> i'm going out to my room this sucks <laughs> <laughs> well moms yeah wow huh i tell you they did was, they did the best they can with the material they had I you was, know i was talking dogs with somebody a friend and uh I was that's our other them, podcast talking dogs talking dogs <laughs> it's just it, it's literally talking dogs <laughs> uh and 
I was sharing with them about how like how much shame I have when I think about Zeus, the, mm. the dog I had. And we like begged my mom to get this dog and we got the dog when I was I think I was in seventh grade and or no, maybe shit, maybe younger because now I am thinking maybe it was like sixth grade. Uh, anyway, love this dog. But then like so much of the responsibility to take care of the dog when I got into high school, by the time I was in high school, we had all like been so up our own asses that like we couldn't, we weren't like dealing with the dog the way he should have been. And yeah. my poor mom would like walk the dog in the mornings and at night and deal with all the headaches with him. And, and it, there were a lot of headaches cause he like essentially became like a town dog. Like he was just like around, he would hang out at JD's deli and eat lunch meat they would feed him out the side door yeah, like you can't control that dog once it becomes a town dog yeah it's like the town it's dog. a street dog yeah and my mom dealt with all that and and then I was talking to my brother too recently like my mom for a period of time like a few years he was he was off at college I was in high school and my sister was in high school my mom picked up part-time work at the fucking airport where she went and worked at a gift shop at like 4.30 in the morning oh my God. until like 8.30 in the morning. Did you guys go to school? No, we would just get ourselves to school. But And then at 8.30, she would drive to her county job where she was a social worker and work a full-time county job that was her career job. Like she worked that job for like 30 years or whatever yeah. uh, to like make up monies to like afford paying for us to go to school and stuff. It's so and sometimes crazy. I forget about like when you take out a student loan, very often your parents are also taking out mm -hmm. loans and like I have no fucking clue. She's still paying off that loan. And it's yeah. like, thank God I, I was able to pay off mine and I hope to one day be able to take care of her in a more meaningful way. Yeah. But like how much money like parents pay for shit for us. I know. And uh, and the fact that she was doing an airport job like and at that hour like ugh. i mean also your mom i mean i'm sure she was fucking tired because she's working a full-time job and raising three kids but i also feel like your mom is just like one of those types of people that's like well i'm not one to complain and like yeah. is like i don't know i kind of liked working at the gift shop <laughs> like yeah. like she's just somebody that's like happy being busy yeah but also i'm sure that there were like very hard times too. Yeah, no, I think I think that is totally accurate. I'm curious when. Uh, I, I th it sounds like she's keeping herself busy in retirement, but I know there was there was a running joke that she was very interested in getting a position at the Tractor Supply. <laughs> yes, in it's an ongoing story. <laughs> tractor Supply, if you're not familiar, is like a Home Depot, but for lawnmowers and shit. It's like It's kind of like the dating site Farmers Only. It's like Tractors Only. Yeah. You know. They sell feed. <laughs> They sell like uh, that. That what is that pitcher you use to water plants with? You know what I'm talking about? It's like it looks like a I mean, silver. I think, yeah, it's just a watering can. Yeah, watering can. <laughs> they probably sell uh, probably sell ice like in a big cooler out front. Mm. Uh, a lot of mulch yeah, at Tractor yeah, Supply. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're mulching, baby. Literal tractors. My sister was a tractor salesman for a time there, also. <laughs> This is like where our lives are not parallel. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she graduated college and uh, I think she just like was able, my dad hooked her up with this job and she liked it. And I think she did that for like a year or two. 
so interesting the little paths our lives take, you know? Very true. What was your um, first job? Like high school, like type thing. I like I know it, you did like some other stuff when you were younger, but. I worked at a hardware store from the summer before sophomore year through the end of high school for like oh, okay. three years. I worked at Weber's Hardware yep. on Walk Hill Avenue in Walk Hill, New York. <laughs> That's where you learned a lot of tricks and tips, I right? learned a lot of stuff about wrenches and screws and threads. I mean, honest, plumbing. honestly, I feel like. Be, that stuff is invaluable here in this house because yeah. I don't fucking know how to do any of that shit, and you actually can troubleshoot a lot of things. So yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play the fatherly role and screw in some hooks for our new children. Yes, so we can hang them in the windowsill. And by children, our literal children, <laughs> our human babies, we're gonna hang. We're up gonna in hang the our doll babies up from the window. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you you became a new mother yesterday again. I mean, you've been a mother for about six months now. I know, but I've not been taking care of my children. And instead of, I, well. When do we reveal that we're talking about plants? I guess right now. now. Just now. Um, I'm looking at my daughters right now. and Nicole Kidman. and The two new ones look amazing. <laughs> and the two others that I have, um, not doing so great. No, Nicole looks good. Nicole's leaves, look. They're green, though. They are green, but they're losing a lot. Like that, this was not that strand was... you're holding can just be pruned off. Yeah, I need to. We give... could just because with Nicole plant babies, needs... you can just cut off limbs. Plant babies. It doesn't matter. Plant baby babies. babies. If you're a parent listening for parenting advice right now, <laughs> do not cut off your baby's limbs. No matter how many leaves, it's lost. That's actually something. My mom has an amazing green thumb, and she yeah. loves plants. And I was so resistant for like pretty much my whole life and it wasn't until I got into like witchy things that I was like I really should have plants in my house like why am I been fighting this so hard yeah I think I just yeah this is like our Jonesy window over here yeah I should be very proud of this and I'm really trying to lean in but it does not come naturally to me and uh or maybe that's just a story I'm telling myself I don't know but it doesn't feel like it comes naturally mm -hmm. to me like my mom like loves finding out about like what the different flowers are and what they need and she gets excited and I'm feeling that starting but uh I got to lean in and do a little bit more research. I really want to go to like Lowe's or Home Depot, get some pots, mm -hmm. like make these things look a little jazzier. This one kind of this one of these new ones here is just yeah. kind of raw dog and one of those little shitty plastic things. So Yeah, I think um, the ceramic pots are breathable like and it. that would look so nice and i still want to get a nice big floor plant but the place where i got these yesterday is a very overpriced hipster plant store mm -hmm. so i limited myself to two smaller ones yeah because um, the the big ones that create uh air circulation which is really what I want. Actually, this little one does do that. I'm going to get off this plant tip in like one second. No, I, I'm loving hearing this maternal tone come out. In this. <laughs> yeah, it still circles back to Mother's Day, right? Yeah. Uh, it's your day, honey. Talk about your children however much you want. I am a mother with no human children, but these are my children. Uh, You're just chlorophylled with love for them. Yes. Way to go, hon. Uh But these other, like a rubber tree is one of these types of plants that like helps with air in your home. I don't know if it's ventilation. It's more like air purifying. Those yeah, kinds of plants yeah. are. Cause they so, breathe in CO2 and right. exhale oxygen. So 
a snake plant, a rubber tree plant. These are like things that are good for that sort of stuff. And they're like big and hardy. Mm-hmm. And they wanted like 50 bucks for these fuckers. And I just, I want to see what the competition's bringing. Yeah. Like a Home Depot or, yes. or a Lowe's. A Lowe's. A Lowe's. Lowe's. Anyway, that's so Ross's helpful k- plant tips. You have four kids. Well, you have three healthy kids and one kid that is definitely on death's door i know and but i haven't let her go yet i want to i want to give her some time and maybe that's a pot we can recycle well that was what connor valentino uh friend of the show who hopefully we'll have on soon who is a plant magician like yeah. truly a plant daddy can bring them back to life full plant daddy uh and i want to have him over to help me like attend to this and yeah because he'll be able to determine whether it's just like time to let her go mm-hmm. bid her farewell reuse the pot uh or if we can keep her alive yeah um but you know it's a process and i just want to take care of my girls let's move on to a segment i'd like <laughs> to introduce on who cares oh what do you got uh miscellaneous moms okay let's talk about some miscellaneous moms that we love okay uh I uh I want to start with Aunt Nat. Okay, yeah. Aunt Nat uh is the youngest lady in my mom's f- group of siblings. Uh, and she never had children of her own. And Biologically, grow- yeah. Yeah, and growing up, like we, we uh, she became an uh, she got married to. Well, no, she, it took a long time to get married to Uncle Frank, but she. I guess she and Uncle Frank got together when I was in sixth or seventh grade. And up until that point, she there were some boyfriends that we met over the years. And I remember one day when I was very little, I got sick at school and I got picked up by Aunt Nat and her boyfriend, Rusty, in oh his my God. in his Trans Am. You loved Rusty, right? I didn't. I barely knew Rusty. Oh, okay. uh, and Rusty like drove this cool car. I got picked up and we went to Aunt Nat's bungalow and uh, slept off whatever nausea I was having. Then my mom picked me up and, you know, so it was like Aunt Nat was like the young, cool one. I remember sleepovers at her house. She had a waterbed. Of course she That did. was so cool. And it actually it wasn't her house where she had the waterbed. It was my grandmother's house where Aunt Nat lived with her into her 20s. And she was like the cool, she was always the cool aunt. Mm-hmm. She let us watch this 80s movie called Rad like a hundred times on her VC. Aunt Nat had a VCR, which was like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like nobody had VCRs that back then that I remember. Anyway, she was she was just always like such a fun aunt. We loved her so much. And then she met this guy, Frank. Frank, who has three, three children. Uh, and the relationship he had with the mother of those kids was not good. And... Over the years, um, they started cracking away at the legal process of adopting those those guys and making a family of their own. And now they've got this family of their own and there's grandkids in the, that family. And Aunt Nat is like in charge. Yeah, she is like <laughs> full den mother of like a crazy household filled with people. Yeah. And for better or worse, they all love it. And, yeah. you know, she's she's a very strong personality. We love her. She takes care of all of them and they take care of her. It's a very it's a it's just really cool to see how like even if you don't have your like biological kids, like you can be a mother and a meaningful influence on like so many people's lives and absolutely uh, yeah so that's just somebody i was just thinking about as like oh yeah that's like a fucking awesome mom you know yeah 
And our version of that was Aunt Sue, actually, who, because we didn't have any of our extended family around, Aunt Sue, like, became our chosen family and my mom's best friend Mm -hmm. from her job at the high school. And uh, Aunt Sue also worked at the school. And so... I would always like go in Aunt Sue's office and like eat chocolate. She always had a Tupperware filled with dark chocolate in her desk. Mm-hmm. And so I would just like go into her office and be like, hey, Aunt Sue, what's up? And she was also a character too that like people were intimidated by and thought that she was like this bitch on wheels. But like she's always been my Aunt Sue. So I just was like in her office, hanging out, eating yeah. chocolate. And I'd be like, okay, I guess I have to go. Uh, and we did a lot of sleepovers when we were little and watch movies we shouldn't have. And yeah. like, you know, she'd take us out to like eat junk food and like do all the things that our moms didn't want us to do. Yeah. Like that's what Aunt Sue and Aunt Nat were good for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh Tatum's mom too. Like she was the computer lab manager or whatever at, at, at our high school. Mm-hmm. And she, that became like the hang, like mm-hmm. any, any free period you had, you'd go hang in the computer lab. Josh's mom had like a secret candy stash yep. and she loved knowing what the scuttle was in school. <laughs> she was really good for advice. Like if you were having a problem with something, Aww. she was like this, yeah, kind of this unofficial like social worker or something. That's nice. And then when people started partying and stuff in high school, a lot of our nights ended at Josh's house and she would cook these huge breakfasts for like all of us like waking up off the floor and what a uh, sweet lady yeah she was she's amazing and uh yeah mama t we called her mama t um and yeah now we have all these other miscellaneous moms in our life yeah uh you know jen and danielle and you know all these great people that we've met in our little life together and i would say i'm always drawn to like older strong badass seeming women and like my current therapist has some real like mom aunt vibes Mm -hmm. that I love like you know she's I think she's probably in like her late 50s or something uh has daughters a little bit younger than me but like Mm -hmm. I'm just like yeah everything you're saying I'm here for it tell me (laughs) and because she's not my real mother I actually listen yeah <laughs> yeah it's 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 pretty cool that uh that's what life's about community man you know, you know it's like I in a community mean, like man. you can be a mom you can be a dad you can be a daddy you can be a mommy <laughs> whatever you need to do to, we just want to be held you know yeah, you yeah. know man want to be seen and held well and i think you know something i'll say for my mom like i I always knew like my mom was very good about being maternal and like taking care of us. And, you know, we may not have always talked about everything, but like she was always going to like protect me and like tell me that she loved me and like cuddle me. She's very affectionate. She was very affectionate with like my friends. Um, And she just has that maternal bosom yeah there's a bosom there's an ample bosom it's like a sturdy bosom it's a sturdy bosom sturdy yeah like there's a soft lodge quality to it (laughs) yes and she's even taller than me so i could really like actually nuzzle into her even now as an adult you know uh and i feel like i really got that from her like i i have that relationship to friends in my life and feel very like protective and like i want to take care of 
my friends. And I think that that's like directly from her. Yeah, that's nice. And I feel lucky. I feel like I really, I feel like there's so, you know, people have complicated relationships with their mothers, but specifically like I know a lot of women that have complicated relationships with their mothers and they don't get along with other women mm. because of those relationships with their mothers. And like, that really is like the root of yeah. some shit with like women not getting along with women, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I feel so lucky that like for all the issues I may have had with my mother, I always know that knew that she was a really good mom and yeah. that like women were badass and like I had a badass mom. So I wanted to be around women, you yeah. know? And I feel lucky because not everybody has that. I, I feel lucky too because uh, in in our one of our primary communities, like the recovery community, mm-hmm. we go to these meetings and sometimes you hear people have to go through the process of like deciding like, oh yeah, this family I was mm-hmm. born from is not healthy for me to yeah. participate in any longer and I need to separate myself from it. And uh, you know, whatever hangups I might have about my family, thankfully it's nothing near that you know it's it's never gonna be like well i can't i just have to remove myself from this relationship but people do have to do that often and uh we're here to say that that's okay if you have to it's like more than okay and it's sometimes very appropriate to do that yes and uh you know there's other people out there who love you and want to be your fam you know absolutely and and like you know, there can be some really challenging feelings. I can only imagine I have dear friends in my life that have, they're sort of in the struggle of feeling like their family is really toxic, but like, I'm not going to give up my family. What are you talking yeah, about? You yeah. know, but like, there's just always pain, mm-hmm. like every time that they mm-hmm. go to them. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very hard thing to be like, this is not serving me, even though you're like my blood relatives. And I want to be like, just coming out with my family. We'll adopt you. Yeah. <laughs> like we'll take care of you, you know? And obviously that's not the same and that's easy for me to say, but there are families out there that like the more the merrier and like want to be your chosen family. So, yeah. you know, know that we're, we're out there to, to take care of you if you'd like to. To an extent with healthy boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's why it's been cool to learn about the drag culture too. Like the the idea of like house mothers and drag mothers and, you know, this like lineage that people just create. In alienated communities that need chosen families because they've like literally been kicked out of theirs. Yeah. Yeah. So life can be what you make it, man. Man, Soft Lodge is actually like a new community that um, mm-hmm. is about communal living. So yes, a B&B, but also like an opportunity to join a lifestyle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, shout outs to my, my other aunts, great moms and aunts and cousins. Uh, y'all are killing it. Um, thanks for all your hard work and mom momisms. This and goes out to all the moms, all the moms, all, all the, moms. the moms. I said, this goes out to all the moms. They come in all shapes and sizes, raising children from from here to there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like it? I was I was curious where that was going to go. I don't know. That was great. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, happy Mother's Day to you and yours. Are you going to go take another nap? You look like you might. 
No, I, I got stuff to do. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed this semi-earnest uh, episode we had here. No, yeah, it was than- brought to you by, what's Annette's name? Do you Annette any- Budasaku. Do you have voicemails from Annette? Uh, yeah, let's see if I can you, pull one You up. don't have to play it, but if you have one, we'll just roll it in as, as the ad for this episode. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening. This episode was brought to you by Annette Budasaku. You'll find out more about her and what sort of business ventures and opportunities she has for you. Yeah, we, we sell ad space on this podcast. It costs her $3,000 to have this ad played. So if you'd like to advertise with Who Cares?, Please go to www.softlodge.edu. <laughs> That's right. Backslash Julian Assange. Uh, yeah, WikiLeaks. Uh, uh, we both had late nights last night. Okay. So Ooh, maybe we'll tell you one day, but we're not going to tell you oh. now. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, what was I going to say? I wanted to say one last thing. Oh, I'm doing comedy this week. <laughs> Come it's see gonna me. It's going to be funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> any, of our, any of our upstate fans, I'll be at uh, the Highland uh, Brewery for the Sarah Peroni fundraiser show Saturday night, May 18th. Uh, it's going to be a great time. I think it's around 7 o'clock, but... I need to look up. I should have wrote this information down, but I'll be in the Hudson Valley Saturday night. And I think I have other gigs during the week this week. Uh, and I will let you know what those are on my calendar at www.patrickholbert.com. You thought that was going to be a bit, but really I was giving you my real website. It's a real website and it does have his actual dates on there. So don't listen to this fucking idiot. Okay. Do you visit that? <laughs> Your website? Yeah. Nope. Never. How do you know that about the calendar? I'm just I'm just helping you promote right You're now. You're the best. I love you. You're such a good mom. Oh God. What I'm, kind of mom do you want to be? Like soccer mom in a in a uh, minivan with like like carrots and a cooler and yeah, orange full, wedges. I'm doing full drag. I'm gonna start getting uh, French manicure square tips. Mm-hmm. I'm also so you're gonna be an Aunt Marilyn mom. I'm gonna start getting my hair blown out straight, uh, but like with you know that sort of like rolled brush bang. Oh yeah, in the front. Yeah, like a glamour um, mom. Yeah, glamour. I'm serving glamour. Uh, it's more about my look than my kids. Yeah, you know that's that's first and foremost. Yeah, uh, me first, kids second. That's yeah. kind of how I'm coming into motherhood. And that's the that's how like it turn things turn out well when that's the approach. Right? I mean, I think so. It's very French. It's very cosmopolitan. It's yeah. very like I live my life like I'll tell you what's going on. You're secondary. Yeah, like catch up, kid. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know when I have time. But like right now, it's mommy time. Yeah. Uh, so that mostly. <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of car do you see as driving with the car seat in it? Mm, I'd love a Subaru, but they're expensive. Yeah. You know? Uh, and do you raise your voice at your children? Oof. You know, I I hope that I can follow in the footsteps of a Heather DiPolito. Uh, oh, she's a miscellaneous mom we have to mention. She God, is a mis- so miscellaneous good. mom. Uh, they, I was literally just talking about how her and Dan have such a great even tone with Veda. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's not all the time, but 
yeah, I mean, that was something that I was kind of thinking about is like, I know that I have patience issues and uh, they're significantly better. And I, I don't think that I would just be like flying off. Like if I had had a kid say 10 to 15 years ago. Um, but I hope that I can like not be so reactive. Yeah. Like I hope I can take all these yogic breaths I've learned and just like really inhale and exhale through those very challenging moments. I do love when uh, you pick me up from yoga and you're driving and something horrible happens on the road and some rage happens. Mm-hmm. Cause then you know that, you know, yoga sometimes works slowly. Don't come for me. Okay. Don't come for me. All right. I won't. What kind of Uh, dad do you want to be? Well, I want to finish talking about Heather and I also, also my dear sister-in-law, Lauren, a new mom of three years. Yes. Three. Is this her third mother's day? Might be her fourth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's just cool to see these people, um, fucking become moms and like yeah kill it raising know? raising the next generation actually your pro- your 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 brother your brother wrote a very sweet post about lauren and what an amazing job she's doing with ellie that i thought was so sweet he is a sentimentalist yeah you he know? fucking loves that shit he is a, just a lover of words. And I saw the Elowin picked out flowers for oh. Lauren and you know. Oh, it'll melt your heart. Oh my. You never, you haven't seen anything like it. I mean, uh, you probably have because Mother's Day. That's but what kids do. <laughs> that's what kids do. That's my, my niece, Elowin. Elowin. Cute little Ellie. I want her and Veda to be friends. Veda is Heather's daughter. I know, but they live very far apart. Different live, corners of the country. They live very far apart. Uh, I bet they'd have a blast together, though. I loved watching Veda and Heather and how they just, when they don't want her to do something, they say, no, thank you. Yeah. And then, but she's she's starting to push the limits with them, I think. She's definitely pushing the limits, but it's, they they have good, like, bartering with her. Yeah. Where they're like, okay, one more time. And then, like, they literally mean that one more time that she can do something. And, and then they just smack her so hard. It's and crazy. And it really seems to work. And it makes her see stars. And uh, and what is it? What, is, what are those birds in the cartoons? When it's They have st- a certain name? Yeah. I'm going to make you see stars. You know, like, what's the little birds? Hummingbirds? In the cartoons? <laughs> I'm drunk now. I'm I'm his, over I'm you, so overtired I'm drunk. His eyes are like barely open. Just slits. Slits. What are you a fucking slit? Happy Mother's Day, you <laughs> fucking slit. <laughs> this sucks. This sucks. I'm so tired. This sucks. I'm sure there was a Mother's Day where I was just like, this sucks. Oh, I, I another go. another miscellaneous mom. We got a shout out. We love this mom. We love your cousin, Rachel Scantrianos oh, and Leo. That's, of course we have to shout out that mom. I've been loving their dispatches from vacation on her Instagram. She's funny. She is a funny mom. Oh, she's hilarious. She posted something about being Leo's mom and it was like the things that they have like learned together or that they have in common and they were like very limited and she was just like, I've got to do better. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. It made me LOL. Yeah. Jen and Nico. 
Yeah, I mean, if Danny we didn't mention you, just know that we love you and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, however that takes place for you, whether it's with your children, with your nieces, with your nephews, with your animals, with your plants, like however you feel like a mother, I celebrate you today. Shout out to the cat moms, the dog moms. The fish moms, the the drag moms, mm-hmm. the the sober sur- moms, the sober moms, the surrogate moms, the mm-hmm. um adoptive moms, all the moms, okay, yeah, all the fucking moms. Happy fucking Mother's Day. You're not a oh Mother Earth. Everything about her. Mm-hmm. We're not. Let me tell you, her children don't give a fuck about her. Did you call her yet today? <laughs> Anyway, this episode is brought to you by Annette Bukowski. Budasaku, hon. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by Annette Budasaku. Uh, that ad will be after the credits roll. Good night. Have you ever heard of an ad being told when it's going to pop up for you to listen to? Uh, happy Mother's Day. We love you. Take care. Be nice to your mother. Bye-bye. <laughs> Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Hey, y'all, this is Olympia Saku here, and I'm just here to tell you about my husband, him and I's new restaurant. It's called Him and Hers Asian Sensation, and we've got such a special this Memorial Day weekend where any order of spring rolls y'all get, you also get two zombie drinks. Ooh, spooky on a Memorial Day weekend, so come on on down to Him and Hers Asian Sensation in Gulfport, Mississippi. All right, y'all, it's been Annette Budasaku. Y'all have a great weekend. Bye-bye.